All right. And just like that, we are back with another brand new episode of Shades of Strong. And if you've been hanging around for a bit, you know, Natty and I love talking about all the things that shape, make, and sometimes break the strong Black woman. The beautiful voice that you're listening to in this moment is the amazing Cheryl. And the next voice you'll hear will be that of the amazing Natty. Hi. Hey, Natty. What's up, girl? Hey, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you, darling? How are you? I'm hanging in there. Hanging in there, honey. I feel you. So listen, guys, I have just a brief correction or short correction to make from last week air quote announcements. I said that we had three more episodes left after last week's episode. Well, actually we had four. So after this week's episode, which is episode 21, we'll have three more left because there are 24 in a season. So this is episode 21 and we have three more left. So girl, that's a lot of episodes, girl. Right, girl. We've been doing the thing. We've been doing wow. the thing. Yeah. Girl, we have been doing the thing. So this is episode 21. Three more after this episode. I've never been good in math, so you can just chalk it up to that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been horrible in math. So yeah. Three more episodes after this week. Like, follow, subscribe, all of that stuff, all the things we say every episode. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that goodness. Website, website, shades of strong. Dot com. You can leave a voicemail, send us an email at hi at shadesofstrong.com, hi at shadesofstrong.com. Yeah, all that goodness. <laughs> so y'all listen, Natty has a super cool project that's coming up that I would love for her to tell us about. She knows. Oh, yes. So I'm kind of sort of putting her on Oh, no. <laughs> I did not, but I'm glad you did. Yeah. I have an art journaling class that is going to happen on November 2nd from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's called Permission. And what it is is just two hours of us getting together online, virtually, and working on an art journal page together. And I tend to do things themed and so I have like a theme and it's basically to get your feet wet in art journaling if you haven't done it before and I called it permission because I get a lot of questions like oh I like what you do I wish I could do that and I always say oh of course you can and a lot of times people feel like they can't or that they're not capable or well I can't draw or I'm not an artist and you don't have to be an artist and you don't have to know how to draw. And I feel like a lot of times women are scared to even be creative in a lot of different ways. So I called it permission because I wanted you to know that it's okay to give yourself permission to just step out and try something new. And I have done this kind of thing with people in the past and they end up art journaling on a regular basis and they love it and they talk about how unlocking that part of their creativity has really done a lot of things for for them. And in a lot of ways, and I don't mean to sound all all hefty, but people have said this, it's like, oh wow, this is really changing my life because it's giving me a new outlet that I didn't know that I had or that I didn't know I could access. And it's letting me be creative in ways that I 
didn't think I could be anymore or ever. And it's helping me even to process some difficult things going on through my, and that I'm going through in my life. So that's why it's called Permission. And again, it's on November 2nd from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the way you can sign up to take the class, there, there's a limited number of spaces. You go to my website, which is NatalieBradshawCreativeStudio.com, and uh, NatalieBradshawCreativeStudio.com slash permission. That will take you directly to the page where you sign up. But if you go to NatalieBradshawCreativeStudio.com, you can click on menu and you will see the page that says permission. And you can go there to sign up. Amazing. And I'll leave, <laughs> Natties, I'll leave that website, the link to the sign up in the show notes of this episode. If, so if you'll go to shadesofstrong.com and click on podcast, click this episode. So if you missed it, you can get it from there as well. But <laughs> Natty, I'm glad you said that you don't have to know how to draw because when I originally saw this on Facebook, I was like, man, I wish I could take this. But I thought I I had to know how to draw and I don't know how nope. to draw. At nope. All. You don't have to know how to do any of that. Absolutely not. So I'm going to sign up for the class because Ooh. I love like seriously. And, and I don't mean this because Natty's my friend and she's a, she's a, she's the co-host, but I absolutely love the work that, that you do. I've been all on IG looking at the, the beautiful Natties that you created and they Ooh. are just they are fabulous. They are just gorgeous. And I'm always like, oh man, I wish I could draw like that. But now. Oh, thank you so much. That whole give yourself permission so I can give myself permission to try. Yes, you can. Absolutely. I wouldn't be doing the natty ladies that I'm doing right now if I hadn't given myself permission years ago to just make an attempt. And the more you, you make the first attempt and then you just keep going. And the next thing you know, a few years have gone. Right, and you're used to doing that. And you said this is your th- your third year doing it, right? This is my third year doing the the Natty Ladies. I do them for Inktober, right? Um, which is during October, and it's just uh, pen and ink drawings. Although a lot of people do digital things now, but it's like a month long challenge of it's a month long art challenge. Yeah, let me just say y'all that gorgeous. Go to Natty's IG page, and then we're gonna go ahead and move on. But <laughs> go to yeah. Natty's IG page at NP. It's N.P. Bradshaw, right, Natty? N.P. Bradshaw. That's N. Paul Bill. N.P. No, N.P. Bradshaw. Y'all know what I'm trying to say, but anyway, get over there. (laughs) Check out the joints. I mean, like, when I looked at it today, Natty, and I just scrolled through it, and I saw all the different Natties. I mean, they are just gorgeous. And then there was this one, and I think I sent you a message on this. Like, her boobs were so well-proportioned. I was like, Yes, oh, I remember you sending me that message. I laughed out loud. I really I, did. I, I was like, like oh, boobs look. are so well-proportioned. Because <laughs> usually they're a little off-kilter. <laughs> but they are gorgeous. So, yeah, definitely check that out. And I'll leave the link to sign up for the class in the show notes of this episode. So. We hope to get to meet some of y'all in the class because I'm going to be yes, there. Natty's yes, most yes. definitely going to be there. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I will be there with bells on. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's on a Saturday. It's only for two hours. Yep. You can treat yourself. You yes, can do it. That's hours. right. Treat, treat yourself, girl. Treat, treat yourself. Yes. Treat yourself. Treat so, yourself. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Cannot wait to see what I create. Oh, girl. Yes. Yes. It's going to be really good. I tend to be very... How shall I say? I tend to get very reflective when I'm doing an art class 
it's not just, okay, hey, now we're going to draw some circles and now we're going to color a thing. It's always something a little bit deeper. And you guys know that by now because you've been listening to us all this time. This is episode 21. So yeah, you've been listening to us. So you know, we tend to go deep. I tend to do that when I'm teaching um, online as well. Yeah. So it's going to be amazing. So you'll get a lot out of it. Yeah. Yes, you definitely will. Because Natty is all of that. (laughs) All right. (laughs) On to this week's episode. So last week we talked about Natty, did I even tell you what we were talking about today? I don't even remember, girl. Yes, you did. Yeah. Oh, you okay. sure did. You said we were going to kind of connect the dots with what we yes. were okay. last week. All right. So last week we talked about Black women needing to be saved or rescued or how Black women often tend to devalue themselves and other people tend to devalue them and all that jazz. So I thought today we would follow up with a similar topic on the importance of choosing you. So I was reading this article and by now y'all know I love to read articles. <laughs> you and me both, girl. Yes. I love a good Same. article, honey, especially when it's, when it's about a black woman owning her power and owning her voice. Right. And so, yeah, I was reading this article on Madam Moore where Sana Latham was what was she saying? She was saying that she's not sitting around she's waiting. Saying she's choosing herself. Yeah. She's like, I'm not sitting yeah. around waiting to be chosen by anyone. So let me just read out a quote. Hold on a second. She said, <laughs> said, we read all these fairy tales, Snow White, Cinderella, and they're being chosen by a man. That's when you win, when you are chosen by a man. That's not the truth. I'm going to choose me first. Right. I was like, right. yes, right. and I come through with the choosing of you first, honey. Yes, I am here for that. Choose you. All of that. All of that. So after I silently stopped shouting, you know, because I ain't going <laughs> to in my house and think I was crazy. But yeah, I was like, okay, so now I see you because I've seen her in film. And in most cases, she, you know, she was holding on to a man. So yeah, right. to hear right. her say that, I was like, okay, yes. So anyway. Hearing her say that got me to thinking about Natty, and I didn't run this by you, so anyway, got me to thinking about how excited women get when men finally propose marriage. Mm -hmm. And so then I was thinking, okay, why do we get so excited about them asking us to marry them? It's like we are always hoping and praying like when we're in a dating relationship we're always hoping and praying that he pops the question kind of like we're waiting to be chosen i guess fully chosen because dating yeah. is not enough right now i want to be a mother care i'm not anti-marriage i'm not anti-proposal marriage proposal i'm not anti-secure the ring i'm all for all of that if that's what makes you happy right kind of made me pause so what do you think, Daddy? Why do you think, or do you think women are constantly waiting to be chosen? Yeah, I, I do. And I think it goes back to what we were talking about last week, about just wanting to have that fairy tale life that mm-hmm. we were fed, even though it was never really meant for us to have. <laughs> Because we were never portrayed as the ones getting that kind of life. So, but nonetheless, a lot of us were, we grew up in, a, in the generation that we're in. We grew up seeing that stuff and thinking, 
yeah, that's what we are meant to aspire to. And I think about even just in school, the popular girls, the truly popular girls were not just the ones that, oh my gosh, she's a brilliant artist or, oh my gosh, she's so smart. I was smart in school. And I'm going to tell you right now, I did not have a lot of friends. That definitely did not get you social points, so to speak. The most popular girls were the ones that had boyfriends and they're the ones that maybe looked a certain way. And so they were always getting the attention of boys and the ones that got the attention of boys, it was like they had it going on. So you would see them having all of this attention. And if you're a girl like me, who's not getting that kind of attention, that's what you want. And it's like, oh, well, she's dating this boy and he's so cute. And so you start feeling like, oh, that's what I need to be popping, as the kids say these days. And (laughs) of course, you just want to be popping. So it's like, oh, I need I need that attention. And as you get older, it becomes, oh, I need that attention from a man. I need a man. And so when you finally get that, if you get that and someone proposes, then it's like, oh my gosh, now I, I really, I truly am. I'm popping now because somebody actually put a ring on it, you know? And it was never, hey, you know what? I'm, I was popping when I was in school because I was smart or I was popping because I was a brilliant artist or I was popping because I was talented. It just was never, just seemed to, that just seemed to not ever be the thing that people celebrated. And so you, like I was saying last week, it's like, we want to feel like we're worthy of someone having our back. We also want to feel worthy of being celebrated. And just, I think, cause I feel like being celebrated is just part of being seen, you know? Mm -hmm. That's why you like it when people wish you a happy birthday, when it's your birthday. Because it means they see you, they they acknowledge you. So we were always, girls were always being celebrated for the fact that they had the attention of some boy. And it was never anything else. I'm not saying all the time, but just in general. So I think that's why we feel like, hey, this is... This is what we need. And also, not to press anyone's buttons, but we were taught that in church too. You know, what you need, if you're, you're female on this planet, what you need to aspire to is getting a husband, being someone's wife, not just being someone, but being someone's wife, and then eventually someone's mom. We're not, we haven't really been taught, especially in American Christianity, to really have our own agency, even though it's something that we're we're entitled to have is everyone is entitled to have their own agency as a human being. Having our own agency is what enables us to say no when we don't want to do something. But young girls, they're not taught that. They're taught, no, you don't have any agency. Really, what you, what you have is hopefully the opportunity to be chosen by some man and then you get to go off with him and be his wife and do whatever he needs and wants, and then you have children, and then you're everything to them. And you really do have no other identity outside of that. I feel like that's a large part of the kind of message that we've been taught it is. in church. And so that also contributes contributes to it. And so, you know, so you hear something, you know, like you hear Sonali Lathan say what she's saying, and that seems to fly in the face. 
of all of that. And people might get mad at it. And I'm like, wait, why shouldn't we want to choose ourselves? It's all about, again, like we've, we've been talking about for, for months now, about learning to really love ourselves, appreciate ourselves and value ourselves so that we can be okay with being alone if we are alone and not feeling like we need to be with someone in order to have a full life or in order to feel worthy of love or deserving of love. So yeah, I, I totally agree with what she's saying. And I think more of us should be thinking about that. More of us should be thinking about really choosing ourselves and valuing ourselves before we leap into any kind of relationship with anybody. I agree. I think the important thing that we need to realize is that our identities are not, or your identity is not wrapped up and tied up in your relationship status, whether you're married or single, who you're dating or who you're friends with. If that's how you are identifying yourself or determining your self-worth, then eh, no, (laughs) (laughs) because... That because that should your identity should never be wrapped up and tied up in someone else or even a circumstance, whether or not you have a good job or whether or not you live in a certain community or drive whatever type of vehicle or you went to college or you didn't go to college. That does not determine who you are. Your sense of identity has to do with who you think you are. Who you perceive yourself to be. It's about how you define yourself. What we've been talking about since day one of Shades of Strong is being able to define, find life on your own terms, to live life on your own terms. And so even in relationships or not in relationships, it's about how you feel about you. So with absolutely no no regard to all the superficial nonsense (laughs) that the world wants us to buy into who do you say you are yeah that is the most important question that you can ask yourself and if you don't know i urge you to start working on what that means who are you that's like that and that's really a tough question to answer because even as i sit here saying it i'm like yeah, like, who are you? <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. because we are so accustomed to defining ourselves by our jobs, our, yep. our, um, our relationship status. Like I said, the neighborhoods that we live in. We because if somebody asks you, if you were in, if you were in a went to some event and somebody walked up walked up to you and they said, "Hey, I'm so and so and so and so," and you are. The first thing you're going to probably say is, hey, I'm Shirley Hubbard. Your name. Yeah. I host the Shades of Strong podcast, but that's not who I am. It's what I do. Right. What I've been called to do, but it's not who I am. So I think as women, in order for us to get to a point where we are not waiting to be chosen, we first got to get into the habit of choosing ourselves. Yeah. Then we got to ask ourselves, what does that look like for me? What does that mean exactly? What does yeah. that look like for me? So, Natty, I'm asking you, boo, what does that look like for you? What does it mean to choose Natty? And how do you 
continue to reside in a space where you are consistently and deliberately choosing that? And do you ever feel guilty about it? Well, before I answer the first part of your question, I will, I will just come right out and say, I don't feel guilty, guilty about it. Definitely not anymore. That was not always the case when I was first kind of getting my bearings. It was a little odd because again, it requires dismantling a lot of things that we've been taught um, and it, things that we could have, you know, that we've been taught since you know, from a young age. And that's just not like, oh, just flipping, flipping a switch and be like, okay, yeah, I don't think that anymore. Like it, it requires you know, like deprogramming, you know what I mean? So um, in the midst of that, yeah, unlearning, you know, like Yoda said, you must unlearn what you have learned. Okay, I'm getting really nervous because I'm so (laughs) Yeah, I want to do that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that was weird, but I digress. So yeah, like we, in the midst of unlearning that stuff, there can be all kinds of guilt because it's like, no, that ain't right. And eventually just with kind of, I guess kind of like working a muscle, like with constantly practicing choosing myself, the guilt eventually went away. And so to answer the first part of your question, like what does it look like for me to choose myself? Or did you say like, who am I? It was one what of the it, other. What does it look like for you? What does, what it, does it look like for me? So choosing myself really does, it means taking my own self-care very, very seriously. It means understanding, fully understanding, not just on surface level cliche understanding, but really understanding that I cannot possibly pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. So I have to make sure that I am filling myself so that I can be really present for the people around me. That means my family, my husband, my children, because they deserve that. In order for me to really be present for them though, I've got to be present for myself first. So the self-care aspect is very important to me. That's, and, and it's so important to me that my family knows it and recognizes it now. My husband's like, you know, do you want to, you want to go somewhere so you can, you know, have some time just to, you know, so you can do your journaling and that kind of thing. So like he recognizes that and he, he knows how it's beneficial for me. So the self-care that entails doing what I can to take care of myself physically, but also emotionally and mentally and spiritually. The spiritual part is, again, like I said, like just the deprogramming of half, almost half a century's worth of faulty programming. Because, you know, it's, it, it's been almost half a century because, you know, I've been ra- I was raised in church from a little girl. So there's, you know, no, I don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, but there's a lot of bathwater that's not clean. So I definitely do have to throw that stuff out. So that's how I take care of myself spiritually. And I do trust, I trust God to show me what, you know, what's the dirty water. And I trust God to show me, no, 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 that's the baby. 
that's cool. That's 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 the baby's arm or that's the baby's foot. Don't have to throw that out. But this part over here, yeah, that's just filthy water. Toss that mess. Taking care of myself emotionally means um, doing doing what I can to to laugh, doing what I can to smile, doing things that I know will bring a smile to my face, singing, listening to music brings a smile to my face, watching funny things on YouTube makes me laugh. That's very helpful. Taking care of myself mentally, journaling is a huge part of that, and art journaling is a huge part of that. So I do those things on the regular. Physically, well, I, you know, I go for walks. I t- make sure I take my blood pressure medication. I don't forget. That's the kind of stuff that helps to ensure that I'm keeping my cup full enough that I can have something to pour out for my loved ones and for other people, like when I'm teaching online or something like that. That's really important to me. So that's what choosing myself looks like for me. She says she don't feel guilty about none of that. Uh No, why on (laughs) earth? Why on earth can we feel guilty about it? Because look, that's the kind of stuff that helps us stay whole and well, you know, not that we don't have bad days. I definitely, I definitely do have bad days. But again, if I wasn't choosing myself, I'd have a lot more bad days because I wouldn't do anything to address what's going on or why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling because I wouldn't be choosing myself. I'd be like, oh, well, it's like we, we said uh, several weeks ago, oh, just stiff upper lip, just uh, don't be sad. Don't be, you know, all that kind of, no, that's not the way we are supposed to treat ourselves. I think self-care is definitely a huge part. It definitely is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird because now it's become this hot topic. It's like yes. trending or whatever. Yes. It's so trending right now. And I, I just kind of, I'm like, yeah, that's great that more people are talking about it. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of gristle at it. Cause I'm like, this is not something that's meant to be commoditized. When I say self-care, I mean, literally caring for yourself, not, Hey, Here's my self care today. I painted my nails and I did the sheet and, and then I went to the spa and I got a massage and oh my gosh, I got these new fitness walking shoes or I went to spin class. No, that's not what I mean by self care. I mean literally taking care of yourself. Literally taking care of yourself, not doing some kind of thing that you can just share on the gram so that you can get some kind of social clout. When I say self care, I really do mean yo, I've gone all the way to lunch and I still didn't take my blood pressure medication. That's self-care. And okay, I've got to get this thing refilled. I've got to go to the doctor. And I'm not crapping on, you know, the spin class or the exercise or the- Oh, no, um, absolutely not. crapping not, on any it's of that. It's more than just that. Though. It's more than just that. And I think it's becoming this like millennial pink thing, you know, this new trendy thing. Let's everybody talk about self-care. And it's being kind of- like I said, it's, it looks like it's being commoditized because, oh, this is the new trending thing now. So let's everybody do it. And I feel like a lot of people don't really fully understand, especially when you live day to day dealing with things like depression and anxiety or being a marginalized person in society. Ooh, that part. You know, self-care becomes a lot more than just Oh, see, I painted my toes red. Or, oh, look at my little bubble bath. 
it's a lot more than that. It really is about, I mean, at least for me, it's about, okay, whatever I got to do to maintain my sanity until I can afford therapy, that's what I'm doing to take care of myself. So I shall answer the question next. Yes. What does it look like for you, Shirley? What it looks like for you, Shirley? Let us see here. (laughs) (laughs) Choosing me ultimately without question is indeed about me living life on my own terms. Okay. Focusing on my goals, my dreams, focusing on those things first. It's me not pretending like I used to do to be interested in things that I don't give a flip about. (laughs) Even if that thing is a romantic relationship. If I don't give a flip about it, I don't give a flip about it. It's me. Like I want to travel and I want to explore the world. Yeah. To do the things that I am genuinely interested in. Choosing me is whatever makes me a better person. It's for me, even doing this podcast for me is choosing me because I I am choosing to use my voice to mm-hmm. rewrite the narrative of the strong black woman. So that's choosing me because I'm using I'm I choose to use my voice. So that's choosing me. And even sometimes doing it afraid, even sometimes yeah. doing it not being comfortable because there's this whole imposter syndrome. You don't know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. So even in that, that for me, it's, it's about being my very best. There's so much in it, but in everything that I do, I always try to remember that I decide how I feel. I decide how I respond to a situation. I decide if I'm going to be vulnerable or not be vulnerable. I decide what I'm going to say, when I'm going to say, when I'm, what I'm going to wear, when I'm going to pray. Everything that I do. And people will c- make you feel like it's selfish to do that. I had my very first kid at the age of 16. And from that moment, my entire life has revolved around somebody else. If it wasn't a kid, it was my mom. If it wasn't my mom, it was a husband or whomever I was in a relationship with. But it was never about me. But now, since I've grown and, and I've unlearned some things, my life is about me. And I yeah. don't feel guilty about that. So I feel like when you, before, like we, I think we said this last week too, that even before you can choose a relationship, or we said something similar to it, before you can choose a relationship with someone else, you have to choose you first. Yep. You, you absolutely have to. There is nothing wrong with you focusing on your goals. And I think that's what Sanaa was saying. I'm trying to do me right now. I'm focusing mm-hmm. on my goals and my dreams and trying to make things happen for me. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nope, absolutely not. Make it happen for you. And then after you've done the thing that you want to do or the things that you want to do, you've explored the world and all of that goodness. Then if you decide you want to be in a relationship, go get a relationship or, you know, however the whole relationship, go get a relationship thing work. I forgot, girl, it's been so long. Yeah, but so that's what I'm doing. And so for me, that's that's what choosing me looks like. It's like living my life on my own terms. And that's not to say that I don't care about people. 
I do care about people, but I have finally come into the realization that I have to care about me first. Yeah, you definitely do. And the more you do that, the more whole of a person you become. Mm -hmm. All the fragmented bits of you kind of get gathered up and put back together Mm -hmm. the way they're supposed to be. Absolutely. And so if you're focusing on that, it doesn't mean that someone won't come alongside you and you let Absolutely. and that it ends up being like, oh, wow. And especially if they're, if it's someone that's also doing the work on themselves, on themselves yes. then you can certainly link up and you can continue to grow together. But the point is you've got to be able to grow on your own first. You have to know exactly who you are. You can't look for someone and again the the it's wow the society that we live in and the media the stuff that's been shoved down our throats it's really damaging because i think about jerry Maguire that movie mm-hmm, and then, you know yeah. it was so funny and it's like oh you complete me yeah. and it's like whoa i think we talked about that last week it's like no 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 we've got to be working on completing ourselves Absolutely. for ourselves and so if you're doing that then you're you're going to ensure that you're showing up as the best possible version of yourself in any given moment, wherever, whatever level that you're at in the moment, you're going to show up as the best possible version of that. And so somebody else comes, comes along into that, into your realm or atmosphere, and they've also been doing that. Then you kind of come alongside each other and you're walking parallel. It's not, Hey, I needed this puzzle piece to stick into me and now I'm good. No, no. Two people that are working on being good coming together and walking the same direction, being good together. That's what you want. And that way, even if you don't have that, it's okay because you're still working on you and being who you need to be for yourself. That, That reminded me of a post that I made on Facebook. Did I make this post yesterday or today? I think I made it earlier today. A strong black woman is a strong man's dream and a weak man's nightmare. Because a strong man is not going to have a problem with you choosing you. Because like Natty just said, he's choosing himself also. He's choosing himself first. You're choosing yourself first. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. As men, as women, we got to stop sitting around waiting for people to choose us. Choose yourself. Choose yourself. Love yourself. Acknowledge yourself. Celebrate yourself. Like yourself. Like Value yourself. yourself. And I know, I know we probably say that in just about every episode, but it is so it's important. important. It bears repeating. It, is, it bears repeating over and over again until it is carved in your psyche that there is yeah. nothing wrong with choosing you. Man, that's what life is supposed to But it's like Nettie said, the church has contributed to, I almost said brainwashing, but I don't think it's brainwashing. <laughs> It's, it's, it's just a false narrative, you know. The church right. has, has contributed to to that as well, and so we do have to spend some time unlearning these things. 
And so, yeah, and right. and that that doesn't mean that we're man bashing or we're anti man or. Oh no, definitely not. Because I love a good man, a good black yeah. man, like dark yeah. skin, chocolate. I love all of that. Like, oh, I love okay, good. girl. <laughs> okay, I digress. <laughs> I <laughs> but yeah, so we're not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's time for us to choose us and focus on what we want out of life. And because let me tell you what will happen if you if you continue to wait to be chosen by someone, your entire life will have passed you back. by. Sure will, and you'll find yourself sitting alone in a living room, still having not been chosen and also still not having really lived, not having really lived, not having, not having done any of things that you honestly wanted to do because you were waiting to be chosen so that you can go explore the world with him. No, explore the world by yourself. You don't, you don't have to wait to be chosen to do that. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Don't wait around. Don't, oh don't my gosh, around. do Live not wait life. around. Live your life. Do the things that you want to do. If you want to go back to school, go back to school. If you want to write go a book, back to school. write a book. If you want to explore the world, yes. explore the world. Do what you want to do. Make your life count. Mm-hmm. Make it count. Because there's a lot of stuff that can be done out here. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of stuff that can be done out here to contribute to the betterment of where we live. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. you don't need a spouse to be able to do any of it. Absolutely. Um, you don't need a, a significant other to be able to do it. Right. Absolutely. You could be contributing to the betterment of where you live right now by your whole self. By your whole self. By yeah. your whole self. Because we definitely self. need it. We definitely need yeah. We need that. that There's um, so much work. Community. Yes. Yes, we really do. There's so much work to be done in our communities. Mm-hmm. And so while we're sitting around waiting to be chosen, our children are not going to have a safe. And God, do I really want to say safe? Anyway, the world the world is going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of what to say. But yeah, and so while we're sitting around here waiting to be chosen, the world is going to hell in a handbasket and we got to do better. There's so much work to be done. So well, yeah, and like this, and, and our children need to see us really living so they Absolutely. can see how it's done. Absolutely. Absolutely. See how well-spoken that he is. I see how I she try said sometimes. It, and I just couldn't get it out, but she said what I wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. We're about to get out of here because I hear the baby the grandbaby crying. So if y'all hear her crying in the background, this real life right here. So. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Real <laughs> it life. Is, but this is the real life. So yeah. Anyway, we're gonna get ready to wrap it up. I hope that we've given you some some nuggets that you can take away from this conversation. Natty and I absolutely love what we do. This is life for us. Not literally life, but y'all know what we're saying. But yeah, we love this. So yeah, again, once again, across all social media platforms, Shades of Strong, ShadesofStrong.com, hi at ShadesofStrong.com. Like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. 
go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. And don't Ooh. forget to sign up for Natty's art class. I will leave the link in the show notes of this episode. But Natty, give it to him one more time before we get Yes. It. It's called Permission. And you, of course, can go to Shades of Strong. There will be a link there. My website is also available. And you can go and click on Menu and you will see the, the, the page for Permission pop up. Or you can just type directly into your browser, madelinebradshawcreativestudio.com slash permission. All right. And there you have it. We hope to see you guys in class. And we'll be right back here next week. Same time, same belief, same disorder. All right. Okay. We'll be out of here. Bye. Bye.